Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got a question here about too many procedures. This is from Dennis. And Dennis says, in programming, limiting the size of functions to 30 lines or whatever you are taught in school by creating dozens of two to three line methods that are only used once just to keep the function line count down is stupid, in my opinion. Too hard to read, uh, to read and maintain reminds me of too many notes. Uh, what other commonly accepted programming techniques are also rubbish? Well, Dennis, I hate to burst your bubble here, but you're assuming too much here, because I'm I'm going to have to I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. I think that it's it's good to limit your your procedures to two to three line procedures, because and I'll I'll tell you why this is. I, I did this sort of controversial blog post on why comments are bad, and that that kind of explains it and it goes through some examples of this. But essentially what you want to do, well, your primary job as a software developer is to manage complexity and to reduce complexity as much as possible. Because anyone can write a lot of code, right? That, that's not hard. What's hard is building a complex system and what makes it hard is the complexity. That's what makes software development hard. It, it's managing complexity. Is because any kind of trivial, I want you to write a simple algorithm, you can write an algorithm or a function, right? For, for the most part, something trivial is, is easy to do, but to write a big complex system requires a lot of skill, and that skill is primarily in reducing complexity. And, the, and one of the primary ways that we reduce complexity is by making things simpler to understand and creating abstractions. And a function, at least as it, as it can be used in software development, is an abstraction of sorts. Or a good function is an abstraction. A good function is a function where I can read the name of the function and I can know what it does and I can assume it does it and I don't have to look inside there. 
Okay. Now, can that happen with a 30-line function? Yes, but that level of abstraction is probably too low level detail because it's probably doing too much. If it's got 30 lines in there of code, you're probably going to have to go look in that function and figure out what those 30 lines are going to do and you're going to have to hold those 30 lines in your head while you understand what is it actually trying to do and it's not going to be self-explanatory because the name of that function is probably not going to adequately explain what it's doing. There's, more, there's a lot of complexity, a lot of logic in there that you're probably going to have to dig into. But if, you, if instead of one 30-line function, you had one function and then it, that those 30 lines were broken up into, let's say, five functions of, of six lines each and each one of them said, okay, essentially step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that. Or maybe it was like step one, step two, and within step one and step two, there were some all functions on step one A, step one B, step one two, someone, step one C, step two A, step two B, step two C, right? That, those levels of abstraction are gonna make it easier to understand because you only have to go as deep as you need to go to, to under, depending on, on how far you, you dig. So you can still operate at that higher level, but when you get down there, you can, you can understand things quicker, right? Because how much more quick is it for you to understand, assuming that it's correct, the name, when a function's named something, like read names from file, okay? You understand that's what it is. It reads the names from the file, okay? How much easier is it for you to understand that than it is for you to understand 30 lines of code that read the names from the file. And maybe they have a comment that says, this section of code reads the names from the file, right? You can't, you can't take that for granted now. Now you gotta go through that code and read that code. So you wanna simplify. You want to essentially try, and, and again, it doesn't mean that you just create functions for the purpose of creating functions, okay? I'm not, it's, it's not like you're doing this because it's a good practice to make functions two to three lines long. It's a good practice to name things correctly and to create abstractions as much as you possibly can in the code to simplify things so that, and again, I, I, I told you about that blog post on why I think comments are bad. And what I really mean by that is that the code should be descriptive because when you make the code as descriptive as possible, that's when you're going to get the, the less complexity. That's where you're going to have better understanding. And it's also more composable, right? The smaller functions that you have, the more you could swap them out, the more pieces, the, the smaller those Lego blocks are. Now, you could get crazy and make the Lego blocks too, too damn small, okay? That can happen. But for the most part, if you find those right size Lego blocks where, where the, the naming of them is, is sufficient to, to understand what, what's going on and it adds to the understanding and, and reduces the complexity, then you can swap out some of those blocks and you have more points of flexibility in the system, more points where you could, uh, you could see patterns and create algorithms that would genericize right, these, these n plus one type of scenarios right, where, where you, could, you could figure out ways to, to generalize the code. And the more that you can generalize the code, then, then, the la then you can actually reduce that code. So, you know, again, if, if we talked about having 30-line functions, you might have some code duplication in there, some logic duplication, whereas if you said, oh, you know, I extract this out into to like five different methods, and these methods handle these smaller pieces, and then some other point in the code, you realize you're doing the same thing, then you could make a generic handling for that, and you could actually reduce the code from both places. Whereas if you have it written in both places, you know, as 30 lines, and it's slightly different the way that it's written, you might not see that it's the same thing, 
Does that that make sense to you? I think that that is probably the clearest way that I could explain that. I could go on this subject for a, for a long, long time because there's a lot of reasons for this. But if you see clean code, and, the, and that reminds me, I should point you to the book on this, which is called Clean Code by Robert Martin, Bob, Uncle Bob. Uh, one of my, one of the books I recommend more than, than any other book because it's, it's really good. And, and if you read through that book, you'll get what I'm saying because that, that he has just a, such great examples of how to refactor code and make it clean and why it makes sense to have a lot more methods and to have these layers of abstraction and why it actually simplifies things and doesn't complicate them. So anyway, I, I think David, right? I I hate to disappoint you, or Dennis, and you know. But, but that's how it is. I gotta I got tell you how it is. If you wanna hear me tell you how it is, click the subscribe button below and I will do that two to three times a day in my videos here on this channel. Uh, I will talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.